so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. We are free! Hey everyone, it's a new week, a new episode of Ho Ho Hong Kong. I'm Mohammed Magdi. Technically, it is a new week, and I am Vivek Mahobani. You are <laughs> correct in your saying. Unless unless someone decided to pile these episodes all together, that is true. back to back, and like, it's not a new week, it's the same day. Yeah. You guys lied to me, and they uh, press the stop button right now. They're like, <laughs> I can't listen to this propaganda of a new week when it's the same day. Can't have this kind of stuff. Yeah. But either way, it's a new moment. It's a new moment. Look at that, look yes. at that deep, th- deep <laughs> every, insight. Actually, every moment in my life is a new moment. That is correct. Right yes. now, people, that's another new moment. Yes. Oh, wow. Look at the insight. So you have tuned into a podcast you thought it was all about comedy. <laughs> it's all about life. Yes. And, and life is about moments of comedy where you laugh wherever it's well, possible. Uh, that, like, in my head, it was like a completely different thing. Yeah. Because for me, it was like a moment, like M-O. Oh, like yeah. your name, the yes, Mohammed exactly. moment. <laughs> oh, that that could be your new brand, like Mo-Mint, Mohammed. Yeah. Mo-Money, Mo-Problems. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how many... How many uh, Mo Mo puns I can do. There is a comedian in Australia. Her name is Lizzie Who. Yeah. And every show she does ever yeah. is a, a pun on the word Who. Oh yeah, same with Will Anderson. Yeah. Uh, in Australia, so Will Anderson will have Millennium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like in the beginning, it's kind of adorable, and afterwards, like, do you not have any other? Yeah, jokes? exactly. <laughs> and then, at, and at some point, you kind of go like, oh, ha ha ha, we yeah. get this one. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, at some point, when you have a show like where you're using your name into it, you really kind of lose motivation. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so okay. you have that. No as well. more of these jokes. No more of these jokes. You mean? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of Mo, I, I know that you have your show coming up. The your your yeah. say Mo to racism. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So tell us Which more actually- about this. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually shout out to our buddy Garantu who has the same title for his fantasy football team. Oh. So I knew about this title for a while. I mean it's not also like it's not a crazy genius idea to switch no with Mo. So I will give him credit at the same time. It's not yeah, he added one extra stroke breaking. To the, yeah. yeah, one extra stroke to the letter. Uh, but I did ask him, I'm like, hey, is that the name of your fantasy football team? Uh, I would probably use it for the title of the show. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Huh. Uh, so but same motor reason. I, I, I find it like after almost five years in Hong Kong, uh, that's quite fascinating, the layers of racism. And you obviously know this even more than me because you literally do school talks about it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the beginning, you feel like that superficial level of like, oh, okay, cops stop brown people. Yeah. And then you realize everyone in Hong Kong is racist <laughs> towards somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's like, Shane Gillis, great comedian, uh, has a bit about how people like to say they're not racist. And he goes like, you know, it's not like an on or off thing. It's like it's being racist is like being hungry. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're not hungry now. Yeah. But then at the wrong moment, someone, yeah. he goes, his joke is like at the wrong moment, a cheeseburger will cut you off on the highway. Yeah. And you're like, and oh. suddenly <laughs> you're very hungry. Yeah. You know, it all pops back out at that moment when it really counts. Right. I mean, anyone yes. can be nice when you're in a good mood. You're like, oh, you know, I'll let him go first. But when you're in a rush, you're like, God damn, these people yeah. get out of my country. Yeah. It's like the, say, the friend who shows up for you when everything is fine. It's yeah. like that doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it only your friendship, real friendship only counts when 
someone is in trouble. Exactly. Or when you really need them. Not when everything is okay. It's like, would you like a cookie? It's like, no. That's right. Fine. As as one some great people once said, you can't if you don't can't take me win my worst. Exactly. You can't have me in my best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that accent was clearly just coincidental. That, yeah, yeah. That does not <laughs> sound like a black woman at all. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> there is the compilation. If you want to look for like if you just want to have great time on YouTube for a few minutes, just look up Family Guy and enter any name of a group. Yeah. And it's just like brilliant because <laughs> it's always compilation. Yeah, yeah. And one of it is Family Guy Black Women, which I admittedly look at way more than I should. <laughs> and it's just super funny. It's just yeah. like stereotypes of black women talking oh, to each other. The, the, the ironic thing <laughs> is that... One of them is like, you know how it's Family Guy, the whole thing is like, you know, w- random flashbacks and stuff. And one of them is like, Oh, you're like you're worse than a black woman in hindsight, and it just cuts to like two black women in a hairdresser. Yeah. And the black is like, "Why did I tell you? It's because I told you." <laughs> it's, so good. it's so wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the the funny thing is that forget Family Guy doing that. Like that was like he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna Seth Rogen was like Seth, yeah. wait, Seth, uh, yeah. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. That's yeah. right, Seth Rogen. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, Seth MacFarlane was like, "I'm gonna do that. Whatever. I will have a good laugh." Yeah. But someone actually went through the episodes. Yes. Edited it, took those out specifically. <laughs> Can you imagine that person? Now, would you consider that person racist? The one who made the compilation yeah. video of all the Family Guy black people, this and that. I like, actually find them very, uh, yeah, like uh, they did a service for people like me who don't want to go, like remember the jokes and don't want to bother going through the episode. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh yeah, it's right there. It's I mean, very I, funny. Yeah. So this is this brings me a very good point about like racism, right? So on yes. one hand, you're looking at this from a okay, he just decided to take out all these things that were already there, yeah, put them all together to have a good laugh, right? Yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, I could also look at it and be like, okay, this guy probably was studying racism and like, was trying to put a whole case against Family Guy, yeah. like how racist it is, mm. compiled everything, put it on YouTube hoping to get some feedback, and mm. you just happened to be the person who just did not leave a comment of whether you thought it was racist. That's true. And just enjoyed it. Ah, yeah. you see that? And yeah. on the other hand, it could also be basically a celebration of like, yeah, we're like that, whatever, you know? I mean, yeah. so what? You know, let's all have a good laugh about our generalization of what we actually do. Yeah. Which is really bizarre. This is one thing I, I when I go to schools I talk about is that I may be Indian, right? But mm. I go to school to talk about my story and I, I always have some point where I say, look, everyone has their own story. Mm. And just because I'm Indian does not mean that I is equal to the, the other Indian guy there as well. Mm. For example, in Hong Kong, I had that joke, right, where I have this guy walking down the street and he bumps into me. He says, like, hey, say Kwailo, huh? I'm going to Kwailo, right? Yeah. He called me Kwailo and everything, right? Right. And I got upset and I was like, oh, you, you, how rude of you. Don't you dare call me Kwailo. Yeah. Because I should be called Acha. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Acha get your the, racism right. Exactly. Yeah. Get your racism right. And, yeah. and it always throws people off because they're not expecting me to be like, excuse me, could you do it in like correctly at yeah. least, right? <laughs> and I tell people, I see sitting now, just because I'm okay with it, well, I'm not really okay, but I'm like, whatever, I don't yes, really care. Yes, yeah. Doesn't you're, mean that, you're 40. Like yeah. after some time, you're like, my face is not going to change. My skin tone is not going to change. Yeah. Their perspective, like their perception, yeah. maybe you can change some people, the young people or whatever. But like a 50-year-old Chinese man is not going to change yeah. his view on brown people. Exactly. It's just not going to happen. And if it's a stranger on the street, he probably just said it you know, instinctively, yeah. whatever. I'm not going to have a long conversation, but let me explain about the history of this. Yeah. So for me, number one, and secondly, I always say racism to me. I always joke about how I'm too busy to get you know, discriminated. Yeah. I'm just like, buddy, I, if you're a stranger on the street saying something random and I'm going to be like, oh, you have changed my day. Yes. I'm like, I'm in trouble now. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, that guy who was yelling at me on the bus line. Oh, yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. like, that's already, once you engage, you're already lost. 
Yeah. And it's the same thing with these people. It's like, you're not going to stop a guy pushing a trolley on the street, yeah. telling you something racist, like, hey, man, we're all humans. Yeah. They're, you know, I am born here, actually. So your perception of people who look like me is different. Yeah. And, you know, Indians and Pakistani are different. It's like, yeah, yeah. He's going to push the trolley, go like, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, He's exactly. going to just drop the fucking trolley yeah. and be like, oh, no, yeah, okay. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a bus driver yelling at both of you. Yeah, exactly. Get like, get out, yeah, get out of the street in my way. I'm like, excuse That's me. That's a family my guys catch right Yeah, yeah right. Over there. <laughs> and then we both turn to the bus driver. We're like, excuse me, we're both taxpayers. And the other guy's like, well, I'm like, no, you don't You don't fall into the tax bracket. You're still a payer. Yeah. You just don't happily be in the tax bracket. Yeah. Ah, you know, like on his side, I like you already, man, you know. Yeah. You're, and and then, then you'll start singing like flash mob yeah yeah exactly <laughs> right. and i'll tell you a funny joke i actually have a client that um he likes to call me ho cha okay mm. so ho so, so cha also means bad you mm. know like like i need ho cha ho cha so what know? does a cha like directly translate to okay so basically from what i did my research stories there's two two stories to it right mm. one is the funny one that's not real one is the real real one that's real okay mm. the funny one is that when indians came to hong kong mm. they were eager to do any kind of job they could to make some money mm. and in in my life language the word for okay is acha acha mm. acha so it's like whatever i hey, do this acha acha acha, mm. acha right? right so it became thing oh these are the achas you know oh, right. Every, they just they say acha to everything right. which became one of my jokes i'm like so what you've done is you've taken the term in my language for okay yeah. and called me that yes you know what the word for okay in cantonese is <laughs> ho <laughs> <laughs> nice hey look at these bunch of hoes yeah, right yeah, over yeah. here <laughs> yeah, that's like, funny that's stupid right yeah but that was the original Sali story, right? That's sure. not true, obviously. The other one was that a lot of, when the British colony times before 1997, uh, the British invited, or not invited, like hired a lot of Indians to come be the police in Hong Kong. Mm. And in Cantonese, people would call police like Chaiyan. So Chai, so Chai Yan, right? Okay. Mm. And they would be like, oh, these guys, you know, Chai Yan, right? And so they would call, uh, yeah, cha, yeah, cha. Mm. So that was the way they would just kind of call the police. Right. And eventually, because all the Indian Sikhs and everything were police, uh, they automatically connected, oh, acha, 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 like that kind of a thing. Yeah. So it became, in the way, the equivalent to Guaylo. Mm. It's like, that's just the term we kind of like to know who we're talking about, what we're referring to. Mm. So acha was like the police in a way, but it mostly were all Indians anyway. Therefore, yeah. they were thinking, oh, okay, that's why we call them acha. However, why it's not in the same light as let's say Guaylo nowadays mm. it's mostly because of the, you can see the class status you can see also like it's just it's a class thing mm. why is Guaylo celebrated yes. by even white people whereas Acha is like could we not do that because yes. when you say Guaylo the perception of a typical Hong Konger is like oh they're superior yes right because back then of course you had that yeah. whereas Acha was like nowadays at least before maybe they still were but then they were police so they're like oh we don't like them anyway mm. but nowadays they're like oh the Acha you know you can sense that and it's, it's very when odd. did that yeah when did that switch with the switch which happened when the Guaylo started, word started being more revered? I think from all along, you would see in like uh, t different TV dramas back mm. then, every time the police commissioner was a white guy. Mm. Right, and then you would have like the thieves being the brown guy, and it's it's, yeah. it's everywhere in the world, right? You sure. have that kind of perception. So automatically, without people realizing, when you watch this stuff growing up, you automatically go like, "Oh, the guy with the goatee is the bad guy." Yes, right. The guy with. But the it's fascinating to me that the acha was being used at, for to refer to the police. Yeah. While now it's actually the police are the ones who find yeah, the exactly. acha and stop them. Yeah, which is ironic because the police so are yelling at us with their own name. Exactly. You know I mean, that is, like, they don't know. They probably don't know that. I guarantee they was, don't know. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine me coming to you like, 
Bebek, Bebek. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing, dude? Are you like, what, what's wrong with you, man? I'm like, I'm calling you. It's like, no, you're not. You're calling yourself. Yeah. And this is a very deep philosophical thing. Where they, who were they really calling? <laughs> you know, they were calling their inner child. Yeah. You know. So, uh, yeah, that was the, the background of it. However, the problem is because media and all this stuff you will see is just reinforcing the idea. Like, for example, nowadays you less than like, okay, okay, let's use this. So when suicides happen. There was a time when it would be published, you know, suicide here, this calendar. Mm. And then over time, they kept telling people, look, don't publish all these things because mm. people who are on the tendency to commit suicide will read this and then that is the thing that will push them over the edge. Yes, it can be it? like, oh, other pe- they can relate to other people. They're yeah. like, other people are doing it. Yeah, I yeah. kind of want to do it. You know what, let me yeah, just do or it. Or I even want to be on the paper because some people, yeah. They feel some significance. Yeah. At least someone will notice me. Yes, right? and, exactly. And it's very true. It actually, yeah. it's like one of the things when you see a lot of these, you're like, you know what, I'm going as well. Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. So then the newspaper would n- not say Acha, obviously. They can't put that. Yeah. Uh, but they would put like South Asian. Mm. You know, la ma yo. Yeah, a lot of those South yeah. Asian men, South Asian women. Yeah. You know, and it was again. Why is it specific? Yes, you don't say East Northeastern. You know, yeah, you don't say uh, yeah Hong Kong like Chinese. You yeah, don't you say don't Hong say, Kong yeah, Chinese. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you don't say. So you don't say where they're from. It's irrelevant for the mm. article, at least. However, they knew it's sensitization. Where like basically, when we say that, like, oh, you see, 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 yes. all that stuff. Yeah, and again, this is the reality of life: is that when one negative news comes out, ten good news gets wiped away automatically. Yeah, right, and. Like, I could go do all the good things, and all I need is one guy robbing a bank, and they have to say, oh, South, uh, suspected South Asian man is like, oh, even worse. I had, a, I had a girlfriend, like, f- many years ago, and her family was from Mongolia, and she said it was really difficult. Like, her mom told her it's, it's going to be difficult to tell her Mongolian side of the family about, about me because her grandpa, in, like, the 70s or whatever, got ripped off, scammed or whatever, by a Yemeni person. Oh. So, in the 70s, one person from a country very far from mine, yeah. and the only shared identity we have is that we're both from the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since then, that guy has hated all Arabs. Yeah. Like all, like anyone with that name. Like It can be like a Pakistani guy with the name Mohammed. Yeah, like, absolutely done. not. Yeah. And she was like, she's like a 90-year-old Mongolian man he's not gonna change no 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 and he's like she's like oh no we can't tell him he's gonna flip out yeah like, alright man yeah. I, I, I totally understand that I mean I put it this way is that even now that I'm 41 there are certain beliefs that I'm just like I don't know man I can't like for example I'm a strong believer of like I don't like when people are just in, they just inherit stuff yeah. And they live off of that for the rest of their lives. I'm like, I'm not big on that. Like, you should earn what you have. I mean, you should yes. inherit. That's fine. Mm. But like, you should still be able to build your own, you know, life and everything. The yeah. inheritance may be at most of support. But other people are like, well, you know, I mean, it's only fair. It's a family thing. Yeah. I, it's my turn now to enjoy it. And yeah. it, it drives me nuts. And before, maybe I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I can open my mind. Now I'm like, no. Yeah. If you live off of inheritance, you're pathetic to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, yeah. It's also like, do you what what purpose do you have? Yeah. If you are like just living, yeah, it, obviously, like it wasn't in, in, yours. The, in today's world, like the purpose is to work and make money, and like you create your you already, life. Yeah, you create yeah. your own life if you're it's already given to you. Yeah, I guess you know there's always exceptions. There's always people who are like, okay, I'm gonna take this money and make something like sure, create, yeah. like a dog shelter or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's do great. something meaningful exactly. with it, right? Yeah, that's why. I mean, that's why. If I met someone from Yemeni who you know got an inheritance <laughs> from <a> Yemeni, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. this is my level of ignorance exactly. of the Middle East. Yeah. The, <laughs> to be fair, Yemeni is the the nationality. Ah, Yemen is the country. Ah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. I remember yeah because I remember when I saw that I was like, man, that my first way back when I first heard about. 
this place, Yemen. Yeah. Uh, it was just like, in the beginning of my comedy career. I'm like, man, that's so cool. Like, everyone over there must be into reggae. Because, like, where are you from? Yemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't ever say that. <laughs> yeah, it did pass. Say mo to that joke. Yeah, say mo to that joke. <laughs> more problem, man. Oh, dude. Oh, but, yeah, but, yeah. In Hong Kong, like, you know, we get mad about... And rightfully so. Like, you... I was thinking that also... I think there is a line between discrimination and racism that I don't know how to define properly because which part, wh- which one is the bigger umbrella? Is racism part under? You do that for yeah. sometimes. So for, basically, for put it, it's just like the the active or passive thing. Like discrimination is a situation. This is a this is a form of discrimination. Mm. Racism, it would be like actually the action of it to be racist, mm. right? So it's both ways. It's kind of like saying you know hungry and hunger. Right. Yeah, my point is it's kind of like looking at it like that. Mm. But I'll put it this way. Racism happens, if you ask me, mostly due to insecurity. It mm. is one person's ignorance of something mm. and they are just so insecure about themselves or the situation that anything external that they don't understand is a threat. Right. Okay, so it's like it's like you could you could hate buff people, like people who are muscular. Sure. Because you're like, oh, they're taking all the women. It's like, well, hold on. I mean, mm. not always. Not every woman wants like a strong, muscular man. They sure. kind of just want to... Some, some ladies really appreciate the guy that's kind of big belly, you know? Like yeah, there's, yeah. there's teddy bear to hug, right? Yeah, yeah. And you just have to find that person. Now, of course, yes, generally you can see that the guy with the stronger arms and everything usually does seem to get more women mm. because, of course, there's a sense of security, da, 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 mm. all that stuff, right? However, you cannot automatically blame that and usually it happens because it's the guy that doesn't do anything mm. or he's just like, it's not my fault, you know. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm not buff because, you know, I didn't get the genes. It's like, dude, right. nobody got the you genes. You can work on yourself. You can work yeah. on yourself. Yeah. And that's usually the case. Yeah. So you will find, like, I used to have this joke as well uh, for Hong Kong where racism changes depending where you are. Yeah. Okay, so let's use this ex- experiment. I get on the MTR train. Mm. I get on in uh, Central Side and take the red shoe in one line. All right, I'm on Central. I'm standing on the train. I don't move, all right? The whole time I'm not moving. People get on the train. Perception is, oh, he probably works in Central. You know, I'm guessing you know at a bank or whatever. Sure. Okay, makes sense, right? You know, yeah. probably investment banking, whatever, right? Go to Admiralty. Oh, maybe a lawyer. You know, mm. Works in Pacific Place. Who knows, right? I go to Chimpsachoy. Bam! This guy makes suits. Right. right. Automatically, right? Yeah. Rolex and suits. Okay. Yeah. I go up to Mong Kok. Oh, this guy definitely at Ladies Market at night. He's the guy that removes all the rods and the steel bars <laughs> and everything. Okay. Yeah. We move up to Shamshepo. Oh, he pushes all the fridges yeah. and all the air conditioners. Okay. Yeah. We get to Liking. Oh, he works at the terminal port. Yeah. You know, where all the container ports and everything. We get to Chinwan. Oh, construction site guy. <laughs> you get my point? Yeah, so, like, of course. Like, I didn't, and my, my joke is always like, I'm like, wow, like, I am so qualified for yeah, so many yeah, different yeah. professions. Thank yeah. you, people. Like, I appreciate it. I would love to see that in a montage when you're standing on the MTR and it's changing behind you. Yeah, And yeah. then also your outfit is changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would yeah, be yeah. super right? cool. Right? That would be such a good ad. And be yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and I come off and I'm just like, I'm a comedian. Yes, exactly. Right? Oh, that's perfect. Please, someone make <laughs> oh, this. That'd be so good, yeah. right? Oh, man. I bet you the Hong Kong government, like, if they really are spying on us, yes. and if they contact me about this, we yes. know they're listening to us. Yes, yes. Right? That's going to happen. But the the point is, so I tell people about the story and I say, look, I don't blame anyone for having the perception because if you grew up your whole life in, let's say, Chinwan, the type of non-Chinese person you encounter is very different from the type of non-Chinese person you probably encounter in Central, Mm. right? So someone who lives in Central, basically is in and out of Central all the time, will see someone like me and go like, okay, yeah, what about it? When you're in Central and you hear people speak English, you're like, yeah, and? Like sometimes you go to restaurants, like let's say you go to Soho, Mm. they talk to you in English. Yeah, right. Automatically, automatically, yeah. and you kind of go like, "Oh, um, got, uh, um, uh, what was the table for?" You know? I actually, yeah, I don't eat out much, but like any time I walk into a place like this, I don't even think like obviously I look like a foreigner, 
But I don't, I don't think I hear even service in Cantonese in a lot of these places when I pass by. Yeah, I mean, it's look, just like if they speak probably to Asian people also first in English. Yeah, to make sure that they don't offend yeah, yeah. them exactly in case yeah, they're not case Cantonese of, yeah, speakers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll notice that, like for example, Black Sheep Group and everything, a lot of their restaurants in Soho, yeah, go straight into English. Yes. Right, and I have no problem with that, but they yeah. know their clientele that they're targeting. Yeah. And also, when you come to this area, you're like, okay, what about it? Reverse, let's say Bakehouse, the cookies. Yeah. Yeah. So Bakehouse <laughs> over there, they will speak all the like, English, Cantonese, or Mandarin, depending mm-hmm. on the clientele. Again, yeah. they know their clientele. It's mostly Mandarin. Let's it's face more, it. Yes, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, so, by the way, yeah. following our tradition. Yes. Uh, I had friends visiting from Shanghai over the weekend, and I took them yesterday, uh, Saturday, recording on Sunday as usual, Saturday, like maybe 4 p.m. to Big House yeah. to, of course, uh, try to ectars. First time ever seeing a sign that says, we are sold out of ectars. Oh, you haven't seen those before? Yeah, never, yeah, yeah, never yeah. seen it before. I was, I'm like, oh my God, good on you. And also, damn, yeah. you don't want, like there is a crazy queue. Yeah. So I see some people turned away, including us. But I'm like, you don't want that money? Like, 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 obviously, good that they're trying to keep up with the quality and everything. Yeah, yeah. But that's such a good problem to have. And yeah. also, I'm very impressed. At 4 p.m. At 4 p.m. Now, don't forget, what they do is that you might come at, let's say, 3.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. And you can leave your reservation. Pay for the order. Get, like, let's say, 12 hectares. They do, like, a minimum of six. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why. Then. And then you can come back at 5 something and pick, pick it up. Ah. Therefore, 4 p.m. is already too late because they can't keep up with the back order. Yes, yes. That's why. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, that's that level, <laughs> man. I mean, so that's why for me, every now and then on the mornings when I pass by and if I'm lucky enough that it's not lying, I'm, I'm buying bread or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I right, we'll get, let me get one hectare. I feel like you should genuinely get some sort of... Like Fast a pass. special treatment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or like you come in from the coffee side, the coffee yeah, 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 window like, side, and just like we got yeah, yeah, yeah. you give them the octopus or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really, th- I, oh, Liam, man. come on, hook let, this guy up. Let, let, let me put it this way: if that happened, look at the crowd will look at me, be like racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's yeah. brown. Everyone, you just hear everyone in the crowd, ha cha ha cha. Yeah, And then maybe I don't know what's the what's the racist term in Mandarin from brown people there is one for sure I'm sure yeah I just don't know it uh, we yeah we go with Laowai which is similar to Guaida oh yeah but that, that's more like the, the foreigner kind of like yeah it's, yeah it's, but it's, it's actually it's also, also used yes it's yeah. exactly it's used relatively in a negative way yeah in China even though it it directly translates to like like old teacher yeah yeah yeah, yeah so it's like oh, like it's supposed Lo-o, to be yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But in China, they still use like, ah, this fucking Lawai is yeah, here. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you know, it's just mostly because... Hey, man, Guaylo is here used so much. Like, if you go to, like I said, more of the rural areas, yeah. it's, it's it's not even... No one's noticing. <laughs> it's the term. Yeah. And look, I'll put it this way. It is actually officially, if I remember correctly, with the racial discrimination ordinance in Hong Kong now, you cannot say Guaylo. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. What about the beer company? Uh, that's uh, insane. You know, so I mean, that's why it's only in English, I guess. But no, yes. you, I, you can't call someone a guaylo. I put it you that can't? Way. So that's like that's like an offense of sorts? Uh, like technically, a some, yeah, yeah, technically, yes. Whoa, okay, so I, I didn't know this, that. So I had this other joke. I was like, so they have now made saying the word guaylo or calling someone guaylo illegal. 
Do you know that like the poor white guy who spent all these years to yes. learn the phrase "guaylo"? Yes. Like, hello yes. everyone, I'm a guaylo. Yeah. You know, thinking he's like this happy guy <laughs> now cannot say it. He has to come up with another phrase. Yeah. Right. And the other phrase is like you know, uh, for example, Western guy. You mm. know, will be like saipinyan. You know, mm. and he's like, oh, saipinyan, uh, and everyone's like, what were you talking about? Right? You know. And <laughs> well, just, that's yeah, yeah. I I have a joke about this the the Western thing because that's another fascinating thing to yeah. me is the fact that like. I am from Egypt, which is the Middle East, according to, not to go on a rant about like the Western perspective on things, but according to whoever made the rules, which I guess is the Brits at the time. Yeah, because that's where they were, therefore you're exactly. East to me. Exactly, correct. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it's obviously everything's relative, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, according to our word, I'm from the Middle East. Clearly not nothing Western in that. Yeah. But then my joke is that like I wanted to know, you know, what it feels like to be called... A westerner because yeah. I see them on movies and they look cool and blah blah. So I just moved to China. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and now I am included in that group. Yeah, you know, Officially, which again yeah. is fascinating because that's also a form of racism in and of itself. Yeah, to be like I don't want to associate with that group yeah, anymore. I want to be associated with this. I want to be associated yeah. with this group. And for, to further to this point, going back to your thing about TST versus or Kowloon versus Hong Kong, yeah. Hong Kong Island. When I was living in Kowloon. I'll be like, okay, I'm just here and I'll, there's a lot of brown people around me and it feels like, okay, I just moved here first. Your introduction to a place is usually like where you feel like this is the original thing, right? Yeah. And then when I moved, to, so I barely came to Hong Kong Island because I was working on the Kowloon side as well and I would come for shows only. And to me, that's like a trip to the other side. Yeah. And I moved to Hong Kong Island uh, a little over three years ago. And uh, since then, I've been to Kowloon maybe five times. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's very true. I mean, very true. And it's like, oh, shit. That's, this is, I this is them, where it's yeah. at. Yeah, 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 I became yeah. them, but also yeah. very quickly adapted that new personality yeah. of like, yeah, I live in Central. Yeah, what about it? crazy? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. What about it? Like, I'm not like, everyone else sucks. It's just like, yeah, this is, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah. I'm part of this thing. And yeah. it just, it becomes so quick. Yeah, and yeah. then, but also you have that hidden, like, Ah, Kowloon is like, eh, uh, whatever. I mean, it's very true. Put it this way. Like, if you basically go to Repulse Bay mm. and you go hang out there and everything, or Deepwater Bay and everything, you're used to that kind of lifestyle. I want to sit there, have a coffee. The vibe yeah. is different. Look at the beach. Yeah, hours, you know. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you go to, let's say, the seafront in Shimsa Choi. Mm. Like, oh, I don't want to sit in Starbucks over there. This is yes. terrible, you know. This is all concrete. I don't like this. And it, it happens. It really does happen. Like, even for me, if it wasn't for my work that requires me to go travel pretty much all over Hong Kong, mm. I would rarely have the need to go to, let's say, the new territories because I'm like, why would I? Like, what, yeah. what, what is it offering me that I'm suddenly going, like, oh, I have to go here? Mm. But that's also the thing that makes me appreciate it because, like, thanks to my work, I'm able to see and explore parts of it and maybe go like, oh, I actually do like this. And yeah. the change is really good. For example, very often I go to, let's say, Botanical Garden or whatever, and I go there, I'm like, you know what? This is great. Just sitting mm. over here, kids playing around, I'm looking at the fountain, reading a book. I need to do this more. Yeah. Right? And every single time I'm like, I need to do this more. And it's on my list, on my to-do list, do it more, do it more. It's Never on happened. the list, it says, do more of this. Oh yeah, every <laughs> do 10 Do more of this. Yeah, do more of this. <laughs> every 10 days, my to-do list will pop up, go for a walk in the park. Right. And every 10 days, I'm like, oh shit, man, maybe yeah. 10 days later. Snooze dude. button. Yeah, yeah, basically. snooze, exactly. You know? But, and that's what I mean, when I, when I go to parts of, let's say, okay, I'll give you an example. When I go to, let's say, Tune Moon, okay? Mm. Let's say, the, more of the, if you've seen, the, it's the brown line. Yes, okay? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used okay. to work there, the coffee company was like so, like, Chinwan, yeah, yeah. So that it's a little bit further away sure. from there, right? Okay, yeah. so you get there. You can get there really quickly, right? Yeah. Thanks to the train. You can bike bam. around. There's like this crazy bi big bike. Exactly, uh, yeah. It's all bike biking thing. over there yeah. and everything. But my point is that you get there and then 
let me give you an example. Like every time I go there, you take the light rail, right? Mm-hmm. And that is where you see the difference. You compare people standing at outside the tram versus people at the light rail and just notice the mood and the tone and everything. And you can feel that at this point, people are like, let me just, I just want to get home. <laughs> I just, I just want to get home. Yeah. You know? And I get it. Cause like, imagine every day you're commuting in Hong Kong. Now I'm not comparing overseas. Overseas an hour is like whatever, right? Mm. In Hong Kong, you're commuting per uh, direction one hour. That's two hours of your life. That's gone. Yeah. And you're going home, and yeah, it's all great and everything. Then you got to go on the, the light rail, and you stand there. So there's a lot of waiting. Mm. And I notice we, when I go there, I'm just like waiting. I'm like, what am I doing, man? I just wait yeah. another five minutes. The light rail's another 10 minutes. That's another 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, dude, you know, I'm 20... never getting these back. Yeah. yeah. Never... And I was like, dude, you know, 20 minutes for me is like, I can go here, do a set, come out, go back home. And like, yeah. Well, I'm just standing at a, at a stop right now. And it's these moments where I go like, okay, I, I realize a bit more about myself. At the same time, however, people tell me they like that because once you get there, it's like, why am I rushing? Mm. You know, I'm in, I'll just wait. What's the big deal? I'm like, yeah. that's another good point. Mm. Because when I'm in the city, I'm like, I, 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 you know, yeah. over there, you're like, I don't have a choice to rush, so I'm not going to. Mm. Again, these are the things that you can say it's not about the skin color, but it's like the, the mindset and lifestyle. But that's the point. When I go overseas, unless I go to Melbourne, Man, first week, I'm jealous. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. You know, people live. Uh, by the third week, buddy. Yeah, you're like, hey, I keep am. it moving. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, guys, yeah. what the hell is wrong with you, man? You know, yeah. like, like, I get it. You had your coffee. Can we keep, Can we go? <laughs> can we start the day? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I would recommend never going to the Middle East because during Ramadan is just like everything. We have a joke that's like everything is after Ramadan because yeah. people are fasting. They're slow. They are starting their days like legally like officially these they shorten the working hours so people don't have to work as hard but also we already don't work hard and we already start late so in ramadan literally no government office is going to serve you before 10 a.m because they're just slow and cranky but then also they take longer breaks and then they go home early Ah. so you end up being from like you can probably get served between like 10 30 to 12 and then from 12 to like 1 30 and then you're done and that's it. That's the entire government of a whole country yeah. or a whole region for oh. a month, by the oh, way. Man. One yeah. out of 12 months. That's crazy. Been, but after Ramadan, there is the Eid, which is a week off. It's fine. Everyone has national holidays. Yeah. But after that, that's like, oh, we're slowly easing back into yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. So I just end up losing like <laughs> two months. Two months of <laughs> 10 months. It's like, what are you doing? I mean, like, that's the thing that, that makes, like, in on one hand, it gives you a lot of hope where you're like, man, I, I, I'll, I'll do pretty all right. You know, mm-hmm. I, if I had this work ethic, I should never, ever have to sleep on the streets. Yeah. Right. But on the other hand, yeah, when you're in the situation, you're like, guys, what is wrong with you people? Then you complain about this. Like, yeah. I was joking the other day. I was like, you know, all the, the Australian dollars going down, the economy, this. I'm like, yeah, you close your shops at six yeah what do you think is gonna happen yeah exactly i came with money at 601 you're like no i was like well, <laughs> what do you want yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and yeah you you go home at like 6 p.m it's like you're not making money for longer than you are making money yeah then of course you're yeah losing because you're, you're losing yeah, the exactly. other hours you're not making you're spending you yes know? yes yeah and then but like, that also makes me realize i'm such a hong konger now i'm like yeah why are you not spending time making money that's yeah. crazy <laughs> i mean because so that, exactly so on one hand i've had many people complain about oh, hong kongers they're rude they're this and that and i always say look i understand i'm not saying we're polite or anything what i am saying is like it's the, it's the way of the game it's, i always tell people look you cannot go to somewhere and tell them that this is not right mm. it's like saying honesty is the best policy Mm. That's why I don't play poker. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. That has nothing to do with this. That's the way the game is played. Yes, yes. It's got nothing to do with like your policy. Yeah, go make you know. your own rules then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. So when you 
playing a game of, of poker and you get upset at your friend for lying to you. You're like, mm. what? Can't. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. And that's why I tell people, when you come to Hong Kong, like, try your best not to use that game rules and play this game over here. Yeah. It's like Monopoly. The game is to build houses and everything and not to have friendly transactions. Sure. That's not the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Sometimes you can gang up with a friend and everything. It's mm. going to have politics. That's like, also part of the rules as yeah. long as it's within the rules. Yeah, it's, as long as it's within yeah. the rules. And the, it was, I mean, sure, there's some ways to bend it, this and that. I get it. Like, for example, maybe you and myself before the game, we'll be like, All right, you know what, but we're going to help each other out, right? Sure. I'll, I'll try not to screw your land. You try not to screw my land. Mm. If we have certain lands we can sell to each other, let's do it. We can win-win kind of mm. a deal, right? But my point is that that's natural with life in general. But the point is that when you play Monopoly, you don't think of poker. You don't go like, I'm going to go in and screw these guys over. It's like, buddy, you're not going to like the game if your intention is just to screw everyone over. Yeah. But if the, you go and play poker and you're like, that's the fucking whole point. I need to kind of trick these <laughs> and be deceptive. Yeah. I'm going to go with sunglasses and everything. It's nothing yeah. to do with I hate you and everything. It's of like, course. That's the game. Yeah. I mean, there is something also, I th- I feel like we mingle a little differently in Hong Kong as well in terms of like circles. Yeah. Of Obviously, part of it is your language abilities yeah. and you having local friends and uh, me having local friends but are usually the ones that are mingled more with expats yeah but there is a, there is a certain type of i don't know if i want to call it racist but certain type of guaylao uh, that that i've seen here that i mingle with sometimes that are only hanging out with other foreigners and these drive oh, yeah. me fucking nuts and actually to the point that i saw someone yesterday uh, for, like who i know like you know second hand like so, someone who i friend of a friend basically and they were walking on the street and i think they were part of a bachelorette party and so i knew because the, the bride was wearing the yeah, veil the bachelor, yeah but i counted so the, my friend was one of them but i counted there's about 24 to 26 women who are all white oh uh, yeah and i'm like there is spin it the way you want like you know I really thought about it because you know I go into like my own deep rabbit holes and explain it the way you want if you live here for X amount of time yeah and you are pretty much only like this because bachelorette means your closest people yeah yeah of course yeah yeah, right? yeah 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 and if all of your closest people are just the same color yeah even if you're going to be like, well, two of them are Russian or whatever. It's like, you get my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, you, w- not one. This is kind of a, like, it makes me uncomfortable knowing that I know one of them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just like, why? W- what are you doing wrong that led you to this? Yeah. You, why are you here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Now, I will give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, let's yeah. just say that day happened, the bachelorette party day, happened to have, let's say, a big Canto Pop concert. Mm. And all her Chinese friends just uh-huh. happen like, ah, you know, I love you and everything, but this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yes. You know, I, I don't really have much faith with you, this other guy you're going to be married with, so I <laughs> yeah. feel like we're going to do this again sometime soon. Mm. Statistically, 50% of marriages break anyway, so yes. <laughs> this concert is his final ever concert. He's never doing it again, and yeah, yeah. Right? maybe that. Or uh, what happened is that she sent the email out and thought, uh, it'll be funny to use Google Translate and put it into can- in Chinese. And the Chinese translation was all wrong with the date and the time. Yeah. They never showed up. Right? <laughs> but this is all us bullshitting. Yeah, exactly. I love the fact that the first, second one is is funny because it could happen. Could. But the first one, I love that you assume that not only that she knows local people, but she knows local people are so into pop culture. Yeah. Because the best she can do is to have an Asian friend who I guarantee is also not from Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this yeah. woman, I have to say, who I don't know, never met in my life, 
has never ever had a local friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Honestly, I have. It's I've, just like a sheer number of people. She's walking with a gaggle of women yeah. in the streets of Hong Kong, drunk, loud, whatever. Yeah. It's like, lady, you yeah, have yeah, some yeah. awareness. I mean, look, I'll put it this way. Is that as I said in the beginning, like everyone's got their own story, but I do agree with you on this point where... Yes, you'll get comfortable in your zone. And doesn't this apply to, let's say, white women or whatever? Even yes. like Indians. I can see, like, for example, I've been to different Indian events mm. where you can totally tell that they stay within their circle. Yes. You know, it's a comfort thing. I totally understand. But I always say it's such a shame when you're living in a place that where yes. you're not the majority and you end up just sticking with the minority. Yeah. Then why you, you're limiting yourself to enjoy life over here? It's like saying, you know, I'll take the train only up to Shimsa Choi, never to Mong Kok. I'm like, you know, they've got some good stuff over there. Yes. It's not as scary as bad you think. Yeah. Right? It's like when my friends before were like, oh, you've never been to Chungking Mansion. We don't know what it's like. I'm like, just walk in. It's like, mm. nothing's dangerous. If it was if it was that bad, yes. it would be pretty much a big deal all over the news. Mm. Like, it will be pretty much understood as well, right? So the fact that it's in the smack dead center of like Chim Sa Choi. Yeah. And it's the diversity that we have here too. Yeah. It's like, you are in, in a place that has people from quite literally all over the world. Yeah, everywhere. And you have access to them. Yeah. And it's like, as you said, like, yeah, if you want to just... And also now with like the apps and whatever, like you can find people... Outside. This is not the 20s anymore. Yeah, there are You so don't have to stay in the quarter yeah. of your own yeah. residence. I mean, there are so many different apps for, let's say, networking, making friends, or even like just basically these apps designed for people to mix with different cultures. Yes. Right? And then you go there, you join the social groups, and you meet yes. people just out of fascination. Uh, there's some like language groups as well where yeah, you yeah, go yeah. there. Yeah. And, and the idea is just to, I, I mean, no one's saying become a long term friend or whatever, but just yeah. go like, oh, wow, very cool, very cool. Yeah. And there is actually, yeah, that's the thing is like, there is more and you see those pockets and i don't you're right i don't want it to big make it just about white people it's just like the pockets of expats who are just like you know have their own restaurants and they have their own little like routine and then even when they travel you see them like on social media going to like thailand or whatever and it's the same like that group uh, as an example is the same group that goes to thailand together yeah and it's like you can see they do not mingling with the locals there either and you see the locals in the background just serving drinks it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ah. i know i know it, it's a shame because i i get there's a certain privilege and they're like yeah why do i need to go out of my comfort zone mm. and okay because because maybe we were not given that privilege to start off yes. with so we're like, we had to kind of climb up and mm. we realized, wait a second, the climb is not that bad. You get to see so much more. And I tell people, honestly, you live in Hong Kong. No one's saying you cannot just stay, let's say, in your own circle for the rest of your life. But it's like saying, I only eat cha siu bao yeah. and I never eat any other bao, right? And it's <laughs> like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's like, no, that's what, no, I'm Chinese. That's all I eat. It's like, but there's a lot of other, no one's saying you can't. Why are you limiting yourself? It doesn't make sense. Mm. But again, it's one of those things of like fixed mindset where it's like, no, I'm happy. I'm good. And again, let's get into a little philosophical over here. Now, just because we have networks with people of all races, right, mm. doesn't mean our friendship is much better than anyone else who has that circle of their own people. Mm. However, at the same time, I always say diversity is where the beauty is, where yeah. uh, you explore more. You might realize, oh, I actually like this stuff. I never realized until I checked it out. Dude, yeah. I can't even tell you how many, like over 11 years in Asia how many times I realized that not only that I did not know anything about a particular thing or learned about something new, which is normal because I'm not from this part of the world, but also like things that I had completely wrong based on little to no information back home. Japanese food is a good example. Yeah, It's like, you know, you you grow up in a, a different part of the world and you're told like, ah, they eat raw fish. That's fucking weird or yeah. whatever. 
and it's just like you know i don't even remember anymore when was the first time that i'm like had like proper good sushi or sashimi i'm like oh my god this is right how can anyone not like this that's what i mean you like, know like when i when i explain to people like okay you might have thought about the concept on paper again i always tell people this is the problem when you look at something on paper it doesn't make sense i yes, know i get you it eat raw fish ew yeah, yeah. it's like I, the comedy shows don't make sense come to a room and listen to a guy talk yes what the fuck why would i do that yeah I, nobody listens to me i don't i talk, listen to my friend why would i listen to you it's like oh because yeah. they make you laugh I'm like uh it's okay my I friend makes me laugh already exactly. i'm good you know yeah it's hard to explain on the other hand same things like come to this per- place to listen to this person talk because they know better it's like who the fuck are they mm. you know just because you read like two two special books you know mm. better than me you know there's so many things of this where I say on paper it doesn't make sense. I've always said one of my jokes again is that, hey, uh, let's go out and count from ten to one. This is <laughs> fucking stupid. Well, we yeah. do it, but we do it on New Year's Eve. Yes, it, it's fucking great, right? Yeah. But on paper it's like, wait, so a bunch of people in crowds that you can't move in mm. is going to stand there and just wait and waste their time mm. to count from ten to one and then just wait another one hour to get out of there. <laughs> what was the point of that? Yeah. You know, so again, yeah, I tell people if you yeah. if you're unwilling to explore, okay, fine, whatever. But I really feel, you know, you have one life, all that stuff, and you're doing yourself a disservice. In the same way, if you are unwilling to understand someone's culture and using your own metrics to decide whether their culture makes sense, mm. you're again limiting yourself because you're playing Monopoly using poker rules. Yes. It's like you will never have fun with this because you'll always go like, ugh, people like that. Which brings me to one last thing is I remember watching like an Instagram video of this uh this lady TikToker or something who's talking about like, you know, she's moved to the US for a while and you know now she she used to be in Hong Kong and she realized that Hong Kong people are really rude and she wants to apologize for that. She's changed her way, she's improved. And I was like, look. I'm not saying, like, for example, and you see all these comments like, yeah, you know, people don't open the door. You know, it's really rude. I'm like, hold on a second. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So you find, because you expect people to open the door or leave the, hold the door for you a little bit after they open the door, that is normal, right? Mm. Whereas over here, that's considered over-the-top bonus polite. Yes. Okay? In the same way, uh, in Japan, when you go somewhere, you'll see those typical memes and everything where, like, there's an up and a down uh, staircase. Yes. And the up is packed. Down is empty. Yeah. Now in Hong Kong, I was like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna I'll go to the downside yeah. and just get to where I need to get to." Right? It makes sense because yeah. from a simply productive point of view, it's like be flexible in your thinking. Mm. Just because it says down and only down, but at this point, the up is congested. Can we all be a little bit smart and think outside the box and yeah. say, "Look, at this point, no one's coming down, yes, so let's yes. start going up there." Right? <laughs> On one hand, that's a very smart business decision. On the other hand, like there's no discipline, right? Yeah. So now, which is better? Which is the right way? Like for example, there's a fire happening, and we're all trying to get out of this building, yeah. and you're like thinking no 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 discipline first mm. we're gonna go the up way and then people at the back are burning because yeah. you're still stuck with that mindset of course you get it yeah so that's why i tell people yeah like, you need that flexibility that correct that across all all sorts of exactly yeah. yeah so like on one hand someone who says discipline is important where they put the priority of discipline as first will say this is not right i'd rather burn to death <laughs> than go up the stairs that way which again yeah. makes sense for example if i'm competitive and, you know, you challenge me, I'll be like, dude, I'd rather like wor- work until I get sick before I'm going to give up. Mm. Whereas someone else is like, no, health is important. Yes. What do you get out of the winning? I'm like, you're very true. Mm. Right. Like I'm thinking about victory versus health. You're thinking about health versus victory. Yeah, of course. You get it? Yeah. And I mean, on the other hand, going back to Hong Kong and the, the issue we have, we're talking about, we also, I don't want us to come off as like, oh, no, we, we, we pedestal, don't, dis- we, yeah. yeah, exactly. We don't discriminate or whatever. Like, and this was mentioned many times at the podcast. <laughs> it's like we get very annoyed, both of us. I would say, speaking speaking for for both of us, 
uh, that at uh, Chinese tourists yeah. when, they, when they are clogging up our path, honestly I think you know? the and that's oh, not just us that's like it's in all the jokes that comedians make but also in general yeah. Hong Kong people I would say because we spend a lot of time saying oh expats like can sometimes stay in their own bubble and blah 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 or the Hong Kong police discriminate against us the Hong Kong locals yeah. a lot of them have quite negative feeling yeah. and this is where it goes away from the d racism because they're the same race literally yeah, yeah. It's not racism, into discrimination yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's more like yeah. classism you yes know, classism you see, yeah. that's another thing I mean put it this way like you can see the UK Indian yeah. versus the India Indian oh yeah and you can really see like ugh you know it's one oh, you know one yeah. of those and you can really tell the difference in mentality and everything mm. they're like a bit like oh but I'm from UK you know? yeah 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 you can see it sometimes with the accent like I, I think maybe long time ago I shared this I went with Annie to a mall in Melbourne to buy something and the lady who was selling us the literally a pen, she was doing like a demonstration, the pen, and she was Chinese and she so clearly had a very heavy fake American accent. Yeah. That I was I was driving me up the fucking yeah. wall. I'm like, can you just speak normally? Yeah. I've yeah, been yeah. in Asia for too long. I know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, you're putting on this thing because people putting, yeah. Exactly. But yeah. it's like, why? Yeah. But then you can't like I don't think she's enjoying this. It's just the fact that maybe it's company policy, and and it happens. Yes. For example, like with the call centers, right? They would have trainings for certain, like in India. Oh, me, I yeah. I had that for for years. You get it? So yeah. like, why is it that the way I speak is not good? That like, oh, because the clientele they don't understand it, or they want to hear a familiar voice. Yes, there's so much of that stuff, and it's very true. Like for example. If you have a salesperson that talks in a very heavy Indian accent yeah. and you want to buy something and you're It would be hilarious because, be yeah, you'll be distracted because you'll be laughing the whole time. Number one, that, yes. right? Number one, that. So, like, uh, versus the other person who was, okay, let's say I'm English is my second language and now yeah. you have a heavy Indian accent. Now we're in trouble, right? <laughs> again, and this store's not selling nothing because, like, yeah. nobody understands what they're saying to right. each other. You get it? Yeah. So, again, uh, there's so much that, hence what I mean about the flexibility of, like, okay, everyone's got their own story. There's a reason behind this. But yes, the American accent thing, I totally get it because you can tell that they're like, oh, I have to put on this little accent because you know yeah. it's like it's like having someone who clearly is you know uh, uh, let's say an exchange student working in a shop and saying howdy it's like yeah. oh come on man yeah. you know this is unnecessary but then how how this is i think the the issue of mainland tourists here is also quite tricky because you know if you want to really be neutral about it and talk about the locals not liking certain things that the mainland tourists do whether it's like you know not respecting the rules. You're speaking of the rules. Not respecting the rules. Yeah. You know, not standing on the right side of the escalator, blah, blah, blah. Or like standing in the middle of the street, literally, and taking photos. Oh, yeah, And yeah, risking yeah. their own lives. Can I just say, the, the, one, the, the, the one photo that I've noticed has been happening, it's the, I'm taking two steps forward and film that video. Have yes, you seen those? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, every time I'm like, oh, I, see, I know what they're doing. And I'm like, what is, this tr what is this trend of like, I'm holding a bag and just taking two steps. That, that, all right, we got the yeah. shot. It's like, wait, what, what, what? I, you can on. try to be as accepting as possible in terms of like this is harmless yeah. like if someone is standing on the sidewalk not blocking people and doing this we can joke about it it's like this is fucking lame what is the <laughs> yeah, point exactly, yeah. but at the same time I can't be like I hate you you yeah, should yeah. die yeah. but then people again always like standing on Kennedy Town like in front oh, of the yeah, Arabica yeah. thing yeah. or whatever there is now like McDonald Road and yeah, yeah, just standing there because it's, yeah, but, yeah. The, but like in the street like anything like this you can't also fault a local who's yeah. standing there is like well, mainland people are this and that. Yeah, yeah. So where do you draw the line between like letting people live of like okay, they're just having fun. It's not my kind of fun. It's yeah. very lame, but that's fine. I yeah. would try to not look. 
versus like not liking them or discriminating against them because they're objectively doing something dumb. So that's the thing. Again, let's come back to what is considered silly, what's considered dumb. Is it really wrong? For example, maybe that you don't understand the game, the nature of the game, all this stuff. But again, I mean, if I, you stand in the middle of the street in front of traffic, that is like, yeah, it's, I it's think dangerous. that gives, it, yeah, it gives you all authority. To be like, what are you doing, right? So again, <laughs> this is my point: is that at some point, there's a certain level of human judgment. You have to think like, okay, you're trying to get the shot. I get what you're doing. I I understand your objective here. Yeah. But let's look at it from a purely, just simply intelligence point of view. Of like, So you're standing in a location, mm. trying to get a shot of in, in front of traffic. There's a risk of causing problems. It's like drunk driving, dude. Mm. Like, you know, I'm fine. I'm going to drink. I'm like, we, we, don't, we don't give a shit about you mm. crashing the car and killing yourself. We're yeah. worried about you crashing the car and killing someone else. Yes. You get my point? <laughs> yeah. So at this point, like, take that damn photo. I don't care. But the problem is with you over there, someone's going to get in trouble. And they're going to be like, oh, we knocked this person down. But that person suddenly walked into the street trying to get that, you know, that shot. It's like, dude, you can't, you know, you're going to get someone in trouble. And I think that's the one thing Hong Kongers hate. So that when you are in my way or you're causing something that might get me in trouble, I was like, buddy, yeah. fuck you, you know. Well, let me throw you a, cur- a curveball. As a local, and yeah. you try to be as objective and neutral okay. as possible. All right. And it's a curveball that you can easily relate to because it can it does happen to you sometimes. Yes. Big house. So now ah. when once when Big House opens yeah. for years or whatever, it's like your local baker, you look a little gem yeah. that you go to every day, you get your egg tarts and whatever. Now over the last year or so, I know you obviously can bend your schedule around their peak hours. Yeah. So, but try to think that you don't have that anymore. Okay. You, are, you only can go in certain windows. At rush hour. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your certain windows, and now for the last year, every time you try to get your egg tarts, your yeah. favorite cookie, you just can't get to it anymore because there's always lines of Chinese stores. Yeah. You just like you're getting you're getting it one out of ten times. It's mostly sometimes you get to the front of the line and the last one was taken by Chinese tourists who's filming herself. And then after they film it, they chuck it. They chuck it. it Yes. And then the price is getting higher. Yeah. And now if you want your favorite bakehouse, you have to hope that they're going to open another branch that you travel to for 30 minutes to get it. Yeah. Because the Chinese tourists are all going to the one place next to your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... It's just making you, and the price is going up yes. because, and you can't fold the business for it. Yeah. So you're the only one who's really affected in your little world is you yeah. because of Chinese stories. That's a real example. Yes, yes, yes. How it, it do happened. you feel about okay. this group of people? Let me, let me make it even worse. Let's say I made a post about Bakehouse being tasty that yes. went viral on the little yes. red book yes, and yes. caused this problem. Okay? Exactly. And that's pissing me the hell off. Yes. Now the comedy side of me would be like, All right, okay, I have an idea. What I'm going to do, I'm going to try to get a job at the supplier of the flour that they're getting. <laughs> <laughs> and go over there and one day just, you know, taint the, the flour so they yeah. get food poisoning and then post about that on the same channel that got it popular right. so that everyone's like, never go there again. And I'm right. like, yeah, go to Vizy Yon. Vizy yeah. Yon. Right? <laughs> like, go there, the best ever, right? right? And then eventually that will solve the problem. Now that's yeah. the comedy side. Sure. On the other side, yes, I will admit it will really frustrate me because I'll be like, fuck, man. Like, and you have a very clear reason why this is happening. It's a yeah. certain group of people. Yes, exactly. Right? And it won't stop. And it won't stop. Yeah. It's only getting worse. Yeah. The price is getting higher. Yes. How do you... And I'm really asking, how do you avoid not disliking this group of people that is affecting your your so favorite thing? Honestly, what will happen is I'm saying I'm guarantee what will happen to me is that I'll go through those five stages of grief. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I will literally go through that. Like, I'll start with <laughs> anger. <laughs> Your favorite cookie. <laughs> I'll have like a moment. Yeah. I remember the days, yeah. you know, when I could enjoy it. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do all that kind of stupid stuff. Yeah. So basically, I'm sh- I guarantee the beginning, I'll be like, oh, maybe it's just, I like, for example, the first one is denial, right? right. So I'm like, ah, you know what? Maybe it's just a bad day. I'm sure yeah. they'll fade away. They'll yeah. get tired of it. A month later, I'm like, fuck, man, they're still fucking here, right? These fucking yeah. assholes. It's like, yeah. they just angry. I'm like, fuck, man, just, God damn it, you assholes. Like, fucking yeah. just get someone to get a car. And I'll be angry about it. Yeah. And then the third one uh, is bargaining. And I guarantee I'll be like, ah, oh, you know what? If I could just, I don't know, like, is there a way I could, you know, maybe go to another store? And I'll start thinking, I will go to the other store. Vision. Yeah. No, no, I, no. Oh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll go branch. to the other yes, branch, yes, right? Yes, yes, and yes. get it. But I'll know that that's not sustainable. I'll be yes. like, there's no way I'm traveling half an hour just for a fucking cookie. Okay? Yeah. And what I will do is I'll go there for half an hour, get like five cookies, probably get sick of it. And yes. then be like, oh, what am I doing? I can't have the menu, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'll do that. And then, then it'll be depression where I'll be like, fuck, man, you know? Yeah. I just they ruined fucking, my thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I work hard. I just want a fucking cookie. I can't even get that. Yeah. And then finally, it'll come to a point where I've not had it for so long and I'm like just fuck it. I forgot what it's like already now, yeah. you know and I finally accept it I guarantee that'll happen but this is so aside from like yes going through the five stages of grief is already sad yeah but also I, maybe this is a question for the listeners as well yeah, 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 yeah. how do you avoid not liking the direct reason no, and I this happened anger like like that that will happen yeah. I will not lie and be like no you know learn to accept and forgive and all that yeah. shit I'm like fuck these guys you know <laughs> And, oh yeah, it happens. But that is what leads to racism. Dude, like, I won't apply lie. this to yes. any sort of thing. And I'll, I won't lie to you. Like just yesterday, I was in Shimsachoy and I had to rush back to another event, right? And yeah. I'm on the travelators on the train station, yeah. and there's these fucking, of course, typically with the with the with the pushing suitcase, yeah, you know those oh, ones, right? Yes, the yes, suitcases yes. on the travelators and just there, just like walking slowly, like ah, oh, you know, what do you want to eat? I'm like, fuck, dude, like look <laughs> around here, because yeah. I was again, I was running late, and yeah. I'm like, guys, just like come on, like can you please not be asshole like we get it and what i find is that i would give everyone all the permission you want to have all the racism you want in your head mm. but you have at some point a choice to make a judgment of whether you process it and do something about that you yes. either use it and go like ah, oh, you know what fuck it just fuck it whatever and you deal with it you find a way i'm not saying bottling it up because mm. eventually it's going to explode you're going to yes. hate all of them the other way is like if you're going to say it out you have to stand by it and i think that's the one thing i've talked to people who say with comedy is that if i'm going to make a joke about something about certain people mm. i have to stand by it. so if you go online and you check out my uh, facebook and everything you'll see that joke the the video about i'm perfect for hong kong police right mm. and i remember when i put it up people were like oh man i don't believe and I have another video in Cantonese where I joke about going to a church and like the priest thinks I'm there to challenge him and he's like I'm funny too he's like I'm not I'm just like yeah. and there's a it, the whole joke is real simple it's joking about how in Cantonese because of the tones when they sing the, the hymns in the church it doesn't match the tones mm. so normally the word for God is son right and the word for kidney I believe is son and because of the tone of the song, they went, oh, 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 gosan. And it sounds like I love, like I'm saying, instead of I love my God, it's like I love my kidney. <laughs> right. Right. And I'm joking about like maybe they're telling you to love your body. Right, right. Right. Maybe the next line is I love my eyes. Right. Right. And then the priest that thought I was challenging him goes on stage. Mm. Okay. And he's like, all right, everyone, you know, uh, I'm really happy to be here. Da, da, da. And today we have a very special guest with us. You know, every, he points at me and I'm like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, by the way, this guy can tell jokes. And I'm like, oh, man. He's mm. like, everybody, do you want to hear a joke from him? And I'm like, oh, fuck, don't do this to me, right? <laughs> And the priest goes ahead and says, God, do you want to hear a joke from him? And then he says, yeah, God says he wants to hear yeah. a joke. So tell us a joke. And that, that's the whole thing, right? Right. And I've had many people 
comment and say like, you know, you're discriminating religions. And I was like, hold mm. on a second. Yeah. You jump to a conclusion that I'm discriminating it, right? Mm. I'm making fun of the situation. It happened to be in a church and I'm not saying your religion is stupid. I'm mm. saying this priest thought I was challenging him, right? Yeah. So in the same way, I, I found a way to honestly channel these annoying moments because yeah. first of all, as I said, I write a journal, that all that stuff. But yes, I will not lie and I won't be like, you know, such is life. Tourists help us with the economy. Right. I'm not that. I'm not pretending to be optimistic and yes. like acceptance. I'm like, fucking move, man. <laughs> oh, full on, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm off. angry, man. <laughs> get off my lawn. Dude, get off my fucking lawn right now, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Like, it's in my head and like, trust me, if you, you will, you will see my eyes roll. I will yes. give myself that. I'm like, oh, God, here we yeah. go again. This yeah. stupid shit, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm not, I'm not denying that. There but, is, I guess, one level of real impact that that discrimination and on racism in hong kong can get to a pretty bad level which is something i've experienced i forget about stopping people in the streets it's something i did check blah 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 the one that i see a lot and sometimes i was part of is the immigration lines not at the immigration point it's actually leaving the plane ah uh, who they stop right who they stop yeah. And that just looks like something out of a, like the, like a bad movie. Full on profiling, yeah. Full on profiling because they have no information. Maybe they have lists of like wh- where people are coming from or yeah. whatever. But that is like very pure, like oh Asian looking. Depends what kind of Asian. Yeah. Pass white pass brown stop yeah. black stop oh, yeah. Southeast Asian stop and it's like holy shit, how are you getting away with yeah. this? Because I like I said, it's like let's say you come to my house and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I mean, We're running out of time, but that yeah. is that is insane, though. It's like, yes, this is Hong Kong immigration. Obviously, Hong Kong government represents that, which means it's their house. Yeah. They're, they're, they're At the same time, okay, but yeah. then don't go around. I I accept that if you are North Korea. Yeah. That is not trying to pretend to be inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. North Korea is saying we're the best race, whatever. They have their own crazy ideas. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yes, if you go to North Korea, be like, how come they stop me? I'm brown. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're in North Korea. But here you're saying you're saying you're Asia's world city and you know, all this kind of stuff. Come to where we're welcoming. It's like so are let, you? Let's put it this way. Think of the immigration at the airport over there greeting everyone as the bounce rider club. Right. They are the one that has the only authority to be like, get the fuck out. Yes, okay, door selection. Mo- yeah. yeah, yeah. But once you enter the club, everyone inside the club has no more rights to discriminate. You get yes. my point? So they've kind of, they're the only vetting of like, we're the, this is the only moment we're allowed to profile whatever you want. And mm. if you pass us, buddy, you're good to go. Yeah, but the fact that that, that That's is even allowed, visual. Yeah, yeah no, not just that it's allowed. The only oh, criteria yeah. is visual. Oh, yeah. Is just like the textbook definition of yes. racism. Yeah, exactly. And because you're like, you don't look like me. But also, these certain races are excluded. They are good. Yeah. And generally, this certain race generally tends towards having bad stuff. And therefore, yes. we stop you. It's like, God damn it, dude. Yeah, yeah. And look, that's forever. Yeah. That's going to be a forever thing unless Disney comes out with more movies. Yeah. Unless the newspaper publishes differently. We get different editors. Unless we get, a, I don't know, a brown chief executive in Hong Kong. <laughs> Highly unlikely yeah. this will ever change. Or, you know what? Every brown person do two good deeds every day. Hopefully, yeah. you know, if we all come together and like, you know, it, the next time I tell you what, you want to rob someone, rob a brown person, reverse it, make us. Yes. Know, yes. You know. I agree with that, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's, let's leave with such a, a hopeful message. Yeah, exactly. Next time you try to rob somebody, rob exactly. a brown yeah. person. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> make us feel it. included. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, say, yeah. say motor racism. Say, <laughs> say yes to robbery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, say motor racism is on backstage comedy on uh, Friday, March 1st. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Come see me talk about this kind of stuff. Uh, 
uh, do my act and also work out material before I go to Melbourne and Sydney International Comedy Festival. It would be really great to see some of you guys there. And uh, tickets are only $200. As you can buy them in the link in the description below. And uh, what do we do about... Uh, about Racism? Yeah, racism. Just I, in one one minute. Do your elevator pitch. Go. Okay, all you can do, number one, is that whenever you meet someone that you don't really know about, like either engage them in a friendly way where you're curious, otherwise don't engage them. There's no necessity to tell them that they're wrong because you don't really know them if they're right. And lastly, real quick, that at some point in your life, you will be a minority. So when that day comes and you have someone say, get out of my country, you're like, oh, that's what it feels like. You'll <laughs> never do it again. Very good. We'll leave you with this hopeful message. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. 